Mamas. It's Moody Mama Monday. I'm Gabrielle, the woman behind the cast, and this is… Hey, I'm Nicole. I'm here hanging out as a postpartum advocate. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate you coming here. It's You were the one person when I thought about this topic, I was like, okay, let me think about birth, right? Oh, God. And I, <laughs> No, in the best way. <laughs> like, I was like, let me, let me get her. I was like, she needs to be on it because every time I look on your Instagram, you're posting really powerful stuff. And oh, it, yeah. it helps people like me because I don't think I realized what I went through with Arias until I kind of, you know, took a step back and started reading your posts, actually. Yep. I didn't know what I went through until a year and a half after I was already into it. So it you just need somebody to give you that little push like, hey, you're not just going through this by yourself. I feel. And when well, and we'll get into it a lot more. But when I was going through this stuff, I didn't I felt really alone. And mm-hmm. I think that is important that we realize that that happens, yep. especially when you're going through something so hard, you feel alone. Even when there's a million people asking you if you're okay or is everything going on? Like, is that, what's going on? Of course, on? you're not going to open up and be like, oh my God, I'm crying every single day. Exactly. You're not going to tell people that. So exactly. Motherhood in itself is isolating, let alone going through something traumatic. Yes. So the topic is today it is birth and our birth stories and I guess the trauma from birth and Mm -hmm. NICU stay and postpartum and stuff because that stuff is so real and it is not talked about enough. No one talks about it. Everyone tries to tell you that giving birth is the most magical experience, the most beautiful day of your life. And if it is, great. Yes. Yes. I'm so happy for you. You know, my third, it was magical when yes. I mean like I was diffusing lavender I had oh, crystals everywhere I love it <laughs> and it was and it was just relaxing but then the other ones weren't as relaxing yeah, no. so before we get into the whole birth stuff I want you to kind of give like a background of who you are and you know what's yeah. you know your story yeah so I'm Nicole um I'm 28 I married my high school sweetheart who went to school with Gab yeah and I have a son he's two and a half um, I have another one on the way due at the end of July. So exciting. I'm so excited. Yeah, it took me a while to get ready for that second round, but we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get into too. that. Yeah. Um, I went to Penn State. I majored in human uh, health and human development. And then I also got my master's um, in health and human development. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm very, you would think that this stuff wouldn't happen to me because I know. Oh, you never it. know when it's going to happen. To oh, you. yeah. And then now I even in it. I was like, I learned about this in school. I was taught about this. I was warned about this. I told my husband and my whole family that this is an option. And I still didn't know that it was happening to me while it was happening. I want, why do you think that? Why is it because there's like a stigma that we don't, we're not educated enough that it could happen? Or you think it's more like birth is, almost, which birth is incredible, right? That the yes. fact that our bodies can even do this, right? Yes. It, it's beyond incredible. But I think that's the thing. We're not educated enough that what could happen. But also, is it because when we educate, we tend to scare? Yes. People don't want to be scared. And I mean, back in the day, like were our moms ever told like, hey, your you your baby could be in the NICU for no. 10 days or your no. baby, you might not get to hold your baby as soon as it's born. Like you get told this whole time you're you're pushing this baby out and you're like, OK, a couple more pushes until you get that golden hour. And like what what is golden hour? Because I didn't get it. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's, I didn't get that. With with Masek, I kind of got like a, a half of a golden hour once mm-hmm. Nikki was called and after they bagged him and he wasn't breathing. Mm, and then Kai, yeah, Kai, <laughs> like they took him away after like, they're like, you can hold him for like 10 seconds and we got taken away because yeah. of whatever was going on with him. Cassian, I did get that. But See? Arius, they gave him to me, but I could tell something was wrong with him. 
Like the moment that it gave him, I'm like, something's wrong with him. Like I knew it in my core. That's your and mom I, gut. And I was like, mm. yeah, never, ever not trust your mom gut. I will say that your sixth sense is always okay, right. Yeah. Like it, it, it will never, ever steer you wrong. But no, I just, I just knew something was wrong. And I feel like I've actually had, and, my, and I've talked to my mom about this. Like she's like, no, they're not traumatic. I'm like, no, and my like, I guess how I feel, they kind of mm-hmm. were. And I look back and I'm like, yeah, I had two kind of eh, rocky. I'm, and then I was like, but I'm going to try for a third. And his was good. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, that's fine. We went over the hill. And then the stuff with Arius, yeah, the, I, I mean, the birth was, there was a lot of things to it. As I said, we'll get into it. But like the actual, like the hour after that was to me dramatic because oh, yeah. I could tell something was wrong with him. I'm like, something's not connected. Yeah. Something's wrong Anything, with him. Anything, the, the biggest thing about trauma is that it can be anything. There is no like special scale of trauma. There is no like, like, oh, my trauma was more severe than your trauma. Oh, yeah, There's yeah, no level three, level five, whatever you want to call really it. That is really important to it's say. It's like I could go stump my toe and get an infection and lose my pinky toe. And pinky. me stumping my <laughs> pinky toe is dramatic. You know, it's like, or somebody could lose their entire family and that's traumatic. It's like, there is no level of trauma. Because you never know what this trauma does to a person, whether right. it be and to how you they deal small, with it. to you small, to me, it could be big. Oh yeah. And that trauma could make or break you as a person. Oh yeah. Oh, I've so I definitely, been broken. Yeah. So I think what we'll talk, we'll talk about your birth, but I want the term. And as we talk about this, the, your baby is healthy. That's all that matters to kind of be in our head. If that makes sense. That is some serious, you know what? Yeah. I want to stomp on that phrase. It's some shit. Yeah. It's some shit. No, you can (laughs) say shit on here. It's some shit. Stomp that phrase into the ground. And whenever anyone ever says that to me, I have no problem being blunt and being like, you don't say that. Yeah. You can't say that to people. It's, and again, I think that goes because yes, I, we are, and, and not everybody can answer that, right? Yeah. Your baby is healthy. So I think that term after going through something is shit. Oh, it's so we'll shit. just we'll say that and just and we'll get more into that. But I want you to kind of share your story because I feel like I have a lot it's more. A good and it's, one. yeah, you definitely I'm right because I haven't heard it before. Oh, it's, I, it's I asked you one. this. I know from your <laughs> social media like that you obviously had some something going on. And I really so I'm going to feel like yeah. a listener as I tune in with my facial expressions, and everything. Yes. So hit it. OK, so I gave birth on a Friday, but I started having 10 minute interval contractions the Tuesday beforehand. Oh my gosh. So my whole entire labor from the moment I started having consistent, strong, painful contractions until my son came out was 67 hours. Holy shit. Yep. And if you've never had a kid, um, a contraction, basically, how would you explain it? It's like your whole abdomen is like tightening, squeezing, everything hurts. It's debilitating. You know what I've noticed though, and I have asked this, like, I have a retroverted uterus, which means that your uterus kind of goes towards like the side to your back. Mm -hmm. So are you having back contractions? I do. But at the same time, it like radiates to like my front to like my private area. So not only is it like the back, but my side. Oh, my God. It is a weird sunshine. So imagine like your back wrapped around to your side. See, mine is was literally so I got huge. I gained like 55 pounds. Which and in there my, is nothing wrong with gaining. And I want oh that. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> as long as it's healthy. I mean, we're not talking go and eat McDonald's every right. day. I mean, if you, 
a little bit I of mean, McDonald's. I, is I eat flaming hot Cheetos like every day for the last month. So. That's why he's crazy. <laughs> so that's probably why my kid is crazy. He's <laughs> so bouncing off the wall. He's like the Literally. Cheeto. Like what is it? A, it is an actual cheetah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's a little cheetah. He's a little cheetah. That's probably exactly why he has the flames and everything <laughs> flying off of him. He's insane. But oh. anyway, so sorry, didn't mean to get you okay, off track. So uh, Tuesday, my I had my. Uh, so I was living in California at the time, which oh, reminder, wow. I'm from Maryland. We're currently in Maryland. That's and tough. Yes. So There's no I was, families there. Yes. My husband's in the military. Uh, we were living in California. So I had my parents fly out two weeks before my due date thinking like, if you have to stay for four weeks, sorry, you're staying at my house for four weeks yeah. because I didn't know when the baby was coming and I wasn't not going to have I know. anyone besides my husband. Yeah. So and this is your mom or your both your parents. Both you said? my parents, my that mom so and my nice. dad. Okay. Yes. Being an only child and a girl. I didn't. I know you were an only child. Okay. Yes. It's that I have an only child complex. Daddy's little girl, and I. Normally, <laughs> At least you're admitting. I mean, I oh, was a daddy's little girl too. Oh, I'm. Fully, but I had other siblings. So fully sure. admitting, like I get things. If I want to do something, they let me do it. It's only child. So I'm dog mouth. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, but you know what? I mean? Yeah. It it was. I had I had a good childhood. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so my parents flew out two weeks before my due date. Um, I was 39 weeks, and like I said, I had gained 55 pounds. So I'm only five feet tall, and I normally I didn't know we were the same height. I normally am like I'm a very fit person. I work out every day. So for me you to are. gain 55 pounds, fit, yeah. I was like I feel like Violet from. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Stop. Like I was a full Oompa Loompa. Hashtag like, Oompa Loompa. Literally, I was roll, tumbling around. Okay. It was not comfortable. <laughs> I'm like picturing her like kind of in the <laughs> movie, like going me. all around and stuff. I will never be able to forget that. That's lit. I was Violet. I literally was Violet. Hey, Violet. So, no, you were not Violet. I looked like it. Anyway, my <laughs> stomach was just gigantic. So at my 39 week appointment, I asked my uh, provider who was not an OB. That's a very important part of the story is he was a family practice physician. So could he then how did he he had OB privileges? I didn't know that that is even a thing. Yeah, I didn't either until I moved to California and me being naive and moving across the country, not knowing I was like, okay, well, if I can have my regular doctor also be my OB and also be my son's pediatrician, I'm going to choose that one person for everything. Wow. I, like, I didn't know that that was a thing. Me either. So thank you for educating yes. me. Yeah. So um, everybody, <laughs> um, if you have a good family provider, cool. But probably don't go to a family provider if you haven't already discussed this with your partner. So mm, yeah. Big part of my story is that. So um, I got a membrane sweep at 39 weeks, just when they just go yep. in and sweep it all out. It, it, it can be very... Okay. It, it is painful. It was like, painful. It, I feel like I've, I've also read, and I, I'm not super educated that, but if you're not in a good state, like if you're not... Probable to go into labor. I want to say soon or soft. If you're a yes. little, it hurts like a mother. You're effort. supposed to be at least one centimeter dilated. Okay. Yeah. So I've it literally I've, feels like a bee sting, a bee sting rubbing, like fingers being rubbed like in your inside. Yeah, it's like almost there. like a tattoo on your cervix for a quick second. Yeah, like a and but unless some people like tattoos, we gotta. I have tattoos. I like tattoos, but, but the not inside on my, that state. Yeah, not, not in on your, my cervix. Yeah, that definitely doesn't. Oh, no, I'm just thinking not, about it. It's like, not good. So, mind you, I was not dilated at all. So, my, being my provider, this is like number one fault. My provider should have said, "You're not dilated. I can't do a membrane sweep. Um, it's not going to do anything, and it's probably going to prolong your labor." In which case, I would have said, "Okay, never mind." But he said, "Sure, I'll do it for you." Went all up in there, sweeped the membranes. Mm. It hurt like a mother fucking... Yeah. Oh, I can't even think about it. 
But that was not the worst part. So then I go home and then like, I swear it was like eight hours later, I had my first contraction. Because I feel like sometimes it makes you contract, even if those contractions yes. are doing They're not anything. doing They're anything. not progressing you, yes. but they hurt. Oh, the, mine, I have a very high pain tolerance normally. Like I broke my arm and I was like, no, it's not broken. It's probably just sprained, fully broken in half. Uh, yeah, like, I have so have a high. Like competed yeah. in at nationals with like my meniscus torn. Like I have a very high pain tolerance. So for me to be like in this amount of pain, I was like, I'm not going to make it through this birth okay oh, no. so it's tuesday i wake up in the morning i've been having contractions kind of through the night but not being Cons- my first or, kid, or kid not i didn't really and yeah you know, not to tell you what is that rule like five uh, something like five seven minutes or i don't know yeah something uh, there's no rules yeah there's no manual there's no rules everything's made up points I, matter. I, 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 I agree with you on that so um i wake up i come downstairs i'm like hey Let's go out to like brunch while my contractions are still yeah. not that bad. So I, that way I can walk around stirring, downtown. You're stirring yeah. That, yeah. So as I'm getting ready, I'm start timing my contractions and they're 10 minutes apart and they're very consistently 10 minutes apart. Okay. This is Tuesday. You f- yeah. You feel like, you know, you're, you're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's go We're to at brunch. brunch. Yeah. They start hurting. I have to like put my fork down in the middle of eating and be like, okay. Yeah, good. Breathing through it. And I was like, okay, we're getting closer. So then dinner time comes around and my contractions are five to seven minutes apart. And what do you read in all of the books? The, what do you expect when you're expecting? Blah, blah, blah. All the apps. That book is still being sold. I know. It's some shit. Like how, how are you going to follow all these rules? (laughs) No. You're like, wait a minute. Is it 30? My contractions lasting 30 seconds. Like one minute apart. Oh my God. It's all, it's a mess. So my contractions are five to seven minutes apart. And that's like the golden rule. Like Go to the hospital when you're five oh, to seven yeah. minutes apart. But I feel like not anymore. <laughs> no. So they're five to seven minutes apart. They're very intense. I went upstairs and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to wash my hair. I'm going to have my husband standing outside the bathroom door, just outside in case, of the shower, yeah. just in case I need him to like hold me up because they were, they were intense. They're intense. They get to be And they so were intense. lasting for like a minute long. And you have to breathe through them. Yes. If you don't breathe, it's, it's not good. So I took my last very comforting shower of my life. <laughs> yeah. The last one that you won't have little toes and fingers. Yes. Yeah. So I took a shower, straightened my hair a little bit. I threw on some makeup. Like, you know, you want to look good when you give birth for those after pictures, whatever. Um, I can't. But you don't have to. I I had that. In, actually, the only Everyone one I wore makeup intent, I think. was again with Cassian with my third, like the good birth. I had a full set of makeup. Oh, I you were good ready. Setting spray. Yeah, you did. But I mean, <laughs> the other kids, I had looked no. like I was a little homeless. So yeah, that's how I looked at the end. Oh God, my pictures pulling that baby out. Ooh. I don't want, I don't even like showing people. Uh, I was going to say, did you ever post them? <laughs> no. I, I, I no. would love to see. But anyways, all right. I'll show you later. <laughs> um, so I get to the hospital. I go to check in. I'm like doing the whole thing. We got your hand on your back. You're like leaning over. Uh, you're like, oh, everything. I'm dying. Yeah. Yes. So I get there and they check me and they go, um, you're not dilated at all. Holy and I was shit. like, what do you mean? And like, I'm hooked up to the contraction machine with a little needle that's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you see my contractions. You hear me having contractions. What is it called? Um... Uh, pro- oh, what they is like it? don't not progressing oh, yeah, something yeah, like that. I, I was can't not remember progressing. That word. It was not progressing. So they sent me home and I would. They were like, try to figure it out. Go through the night. See if you can get some rest. I was Lord like, okay, you see if you can get some rest. <laughs> Big F you, whoever just said that to me. Literally the nurse, I wanted to punch them all in the faces. So I go home, 
still having contractions five to seven minutes apart. There was no sleep. I tried to lay down both sides. You cannot, when you're having contractions like that and you feel it, there's no sleep. Yeah, no. I want that to, you, if you can sleep through, I'm sure because you probably have an epidural or you have a really, really high oh, pain, yes. pain tolerance, but like it's hard no, to sleep you, through that stuff. Uh, props to moms who can sleep through contractions because mine were like yeah, I, every I, minute. Yeah, I, um, yeah, it was awful. So make it through the night. I'm like half asleep, half like tossing and turning. I'm like bouncing on the ball. I'm doing all the things. Yeah, bouncing like doesn't really do anything. They said it's like you're supposed to like I'm supposed roll. to, yeah, you're supposed to like figure eight or <laughs> Wait, something. Let's show you guys. We're going to roll. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> I look like a potato be, right now. Let me be a belly dancer real quick on yeah. this ball. Actually, I, I could belly, I still can belly dance. I get it, girl. I can belly dance like when I was pregnant too. A what? And I, I don't know why I never posted videos of it. I actually have a okay, video. Well, she's going to give me lessons like yeah. next week. <laughs> I literally, actually, I think there's a video on, uh, on Facebook of me and oh, nobody asked for this video. I mean, I guess I could share it, but you me nine months, um, <laughs> nine months pregnant belly dancing yes and i'm all and then the baby would always be like whoa it's like a wave i know the baby's like why am i sloshing around right now god damn it mom (laughs) but yeah but no so sorry i feel like i just keep interrupting no that's the best part is my story is so long there's so many points for interruptions (laughs) okay so now it's wednesday morning and i'm up at 7 a.m because i'm like the sun has arose awoken whatever you want to say good morning good morning the sun is awake so i'm awake I like that. So Sun's out, guns out. Yep, that's me. So I go downstairs and my dad is like on edge because only child syndrome. Oh, you're in pain. Yeah. Like my my daughter's in pain. What do I do? I remember the one time with um, Mace and I needed oxygen Mm -hmm. and my dad, I let my dad in the delivery room and I'm a firm believer like my dad I let there was a lot of people in my delivery, by the way, like and we'll get to that. But my dad was next to me and I like I I actually ended up having to be induced my with my first and um yeah I had SVT and oh yeah yeah with your heart yep yeah my heart would be like I'd be sitting there and my heart would be beating like over 200 that's wild yeah and it was getting worse and I just kept passing out and passing out more and it was just getting because they say as your body has more it's like pumping more blood yeah more so your heart's like oh shit yes yes. and so then it was like they're like okay this is getting to be unsafe like we need to induce you yeah so one of those things that I needed oxygen and my dad was like I could he is actually so he was a respiratory therapist so he so he's freaking out yeah, it, in a way, like I could kind of see, like, and he kept his cool, but like I remember just laying there and I'm feeling like, eh, and he's like, oxygen mask, come on. Like, and I don't know if it was like, I almost felt like it was like a robot or like some sort of superhero, like a tech, like picture like somebody like a tech suit and you're like, like almost like a robot. And you know, you know what I mean? like, that's what I felt like. And I would like, I'd be like, get it off of me, but you know, you needed it. Right. And he'd like, get it off and then put it right back on. And I was getting so freaking irritated, <laughs> but I know I needed it, but I'm like, what the hell? I was addicted. Right. But at the same time, it was like my dad, I could feel like, and you, you feel, you know, when your parents keep their cool, like, and especially right. like my mom, she's been in all the deliveries because, you know, she's a labor delivery nurse. Oh, yeah. And she loves every second of it. Yeah. yeah. And she does. But I could, I could kind of see her like baking at the bottom and up my dad kind of like, eh. so my, I know that. I didn't think it was like his first kid, you know? Oh, yeah. And with you, like the same thing with your dad. Mm-hmm. First, only oh, kid. First my and dad only. is like a super, uh, emotional, like very in touch with his feelings. He's a very, very outwardly loving person. So if something is wrong with me, that's it. Something is wrong with him. So he's ah, one, almost he's, like an empath. He is kind of like an empath, but, with but you only. Oh, literally only with me. I mean, other people yeah. too, but not as much as me. So it's like he's sitting there, <laughs> like people just you. I know, like 
I mean, you think of labor, like my mom had a, I was a scheduled C-section baby. So my mom okay. literally wasn't in labor. That far in the past, they would I was scheduled. upside down and backwards okay, and my well, legs behind my head. Oh yeah. yeah, you sound like, yeah, you yep. were a monkey inside. Yeah, yep. they needed to rip me out. It, so it must, run, it must run, you know, now you're kid. I know, right? Now my kid's <laughs> insane. Um, so my dad being the way that he is, was just like expecting labor to be like, what, what? The 12 hours, like you push, you have contractions, you go in and push for like an hour or two, and then the baby's here. So this, I'm now at like 24 hours of straight contractions where I haven't had a single break. They're like 10 minutes apart. They're five minutes apart. They're going back and forth. Pretty consistent. And uh, my dad is sitting there like, can I get some water? Can I get some coffee? Like, do you want to eat breakfast? Do you want to go for a walk? I just want to die. (laughs) I was literally like, dad. Leave me alone. And they and it sucks because that's not even what right. you want. But it's at not the same what I want. Time, you want like you want support when you're in labor. Right. But you don't want them to be hoovering like right here. Oh my God, yes. But he, you want them right there. Yes. But you don't want them right here. I was like, and, I want to watch. Too. I was like, I want to watch friends and I want you to sit next to me on the couch. Oh, uh, and he was like, okay. So that's what we did. So then I was like going for walks, blah, blah, blah. The middle of the day. Still while you're contracting. The middle that. of the day doesn't matter. My contractions are now. It's Wednesday night, right after dinner. My contractions have so been 24 are, hours. It's been over 24 hours. My contractions are two to four minutes apart. And at this point, I am like, I'm dying for lack of a better word. Like, I can ride in pain. Yeah, that's my body was, I was exhausted. So now I go, I'm like, Donnie, we got to go again. Like, it's time. I can't make it through. These contractions are horrendous. I, I can't so talk through you. them. I could, could barely breathe through them. They were bad. So I was like, this is it. I'm having my baby. Go to the, uh, to labor and delivery, they check me and they're like, um, you're only a quarter of a centimeter dilated. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I remember feeling like the absolute defeat thinking like I must be at least three centimeters. Now, did you ask for a membrane sweep? At my doctor's appointment at 39 weeks. Yes, I did. Okay. That's what I was. I'm like, I couldn't Don't remember. get a membrane sweep unless you're one centimeter dilated already. <laughs> yeah. The, if you're like that quarter. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't chance wrong. it. Yeah, so, so they have me all hooked up to the monitors and they're like, yeah, you're contracting every two to four minutes. But and baby looked good on the everything. Yeah, everything was fine. He was still like casual in my, in he's my belly. He's like, what up, dog? And he's like, nothing's going on. Everything's cool. I mean, as long as his strip looked good. Yeah. When I say strip, I mean, like, you know, he's like heart mm-hmm. rated and stuff like that. Yeah, everything looked great. So they were yeah. like, um, well, you have to go home. We can't admit you until you're three centimeters. And I was like, what do you want me to do? I'm sitting here like wanting to die with these immense, huge oh contractions. Gosh. And they were like, no, ma'am, you just have to go home. And I was like, I'm not going home until you give me pain medication or you admit me. So which one? I, like, I love it. When I, I'm in pain, I don't take any shit. I was going to say, I, I don't think I've ever seen you like that. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm not leaving here unless you give me something. And they're like, we can give you a shot of morphine and send you home. I was like, great. Put it in my arm right now. Give it to me. So they came over and they gave me a shot of morphine. Swear to God, like 10 minutes later, I was like in la la land. Like, woo! you're freaking great. So I go, I call my mom in the car on the way home and I'm like, mom, I'm good. And I was like, mom, we're coming back. And she was like, what do you mean? You're coming back? I was like, well, they gave me some morphine and now we're coming back. (laughs) And she was like, Nicole, it's 1130 p.m. She's like, like, what do you what do you mean you're coming back? I don't understand. They just won't admit you. And I was like, no, I got some drugs, some really good drugs. So I got some good drugs. I can just picture you being oh. like, 
hey everybody i literally like, felt like that i was high <laughs> as a kite with my morphine i felt i felt some contractions but they were like you felt good i felt good i was like okay i can go to sleep i haven't slept in like 48 hours at this point and that's yeah so that's i slept not. for you have no energy to push if you were in like i know oh yep so mm. i go home and i sleep for like seven hours until the morphine starts wearing off yeah and, they're and back. then i started having this like the pain was coming back so i was like well better get up and see what I can do. So I ate some breakfast. I had some water and then it was right back to square one with the insane contractions and I'm timing them. And I shit you not all day long Thursday, they were between one and three minutes apart. How did you breathe? I didn't. No, I didn't. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, it, I the amount, didn't. it just everything. And when you get to be in so much pain, it's, it's all you're focused on is the pain. Yeah. Right. There's nothing can relieve it. You're not you're allowed not to thinking, take anything. You're not thinking about anything else. Like right. you just think about, it's like all your brain is just directed to like that pain. Yeah. And you're like just so physically exhausted. And then you're also mentally exhausted because you're like, I should have had my baby two days ago. Mm. And now it's Thursday. That's traumatic. Yes. So I'm already in this trauma mode of like, how am I going to survive? Because my body is dead. So fast forward all day long. It, I'm just doing the same thing I did the day before trying to live. And it gets to like 4 or 5 p.m. And Donnie went out and got me stress balls. I then popped the stress balls. The goo is everywhere. I'm like Plus punching thought, holes in the wall. So um, before I forget, because I will forget, um, <laughs> <laughs> the baby was probably like, I don't know. He just came home from the hospital and mm-hmm. uh, somebody gave me a gift bag, which I was so thankful. Gave it to my mom, someone from her job. And it was like... Um, one of those like squishy mm-hmm. goo balls. Well, it literally, I was like, oh, I love it. Well, I was, took a shower for like the first time. It was literally, we just got home. And the Ryan, first glorious yeah, shower. Yeah, the first nice shower with, you know. <laughs> and Ryan gave that stress ball to Kyan. Well, I come back and it busted. All no. of that goo was all over. It went straight to my mattress, went through the sheets, the oh water protector. God. There was goo everywhere. There was even goo on the baby. Oh, no. And I was yep. like, why is his hair like this? I was like, did you get go on the baby? <laughs> oh, I was so mad because, you know, obviously like I tried right. one now you have to freaking clean. shower. Yeah. The freaking first shower I got to take coming from the hospital and I had to worry about goo. And then you had to clean it all up. Oh, I was just like, he's like, I did clean it up. And I was like, sure. um, why is this still on the baby's hair? He's like, yeah. I didn't realize it. I'm like. It's How do you not all see it, baby? <laughs> because it was glow in the dark. So when we turned the lights oh. on, everything was glowing. Almost like a glow stick. If you ever broken a glow stick and kind of went, woo, at a party. We oh, yeah. Mm, of, uh, course. <laughs> of course. Of course we did. <laughs> and there you go. It was glue. Oh, so, awful. Yeah. So just I hate glue stress balls or they anything. Were, it was awful. That was traumatic. That was actually traumatic. That was- <laughs> That was your traumatic experience. But yeah, but so. um, Yeah, so same thing with me. I'm standing in my hallway. I'm like trying to walk up and down the stairs because my husband is like, you're supposed to spread your pelvis and you're walking up the stairs is going to help you. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to help me. So I've got the stress ball in my hand and I'm like having the big, huge contraction and it just explodes and it's everywhere. And then, of course, that made me mad. So then I punched the wall. So then now my hand is like all swollen. There's I cannot like, believe you punched the wall. There's like a slight, slight dent in my rental home wall that I just Nobody like, no one, it's the way the light hits, no one noticed. <laughs> so, I cannot believe you punched the wall. So at that point, my dad is like standing at the, at the end of the hallway, like, um, um, Donnie, is there anything that I can do? Like, do you, do you want me to like rub her back or something? And I, at this point, once the stress ball was busted, I turned into Godzilla. 
and I will remain Godzilla until I get the epidural. So I am standing with the goo all over my hands because my husband told me not to move. And my dad is asking what he can do. Do you want me to rub your back? And I said, get away from me. Someone clean this fucking mess up and take me to the hospital. <laughs> and I was like, in my, I, there's my little logic person in the back of my head was like, um, hello. Um, what was that? <laughs> what just came out of you? And, <laughs> and I can picture him. Was he like really cool and just, you know what I mean? Like chill. Johnny was so cool and chill. Just, or do you think he was kind of inside freaking out? Oh, I know that he was definitely freaking out, but he is one of those people. My mom is the same way. Like in a time of chaos, in a time of trauma, they are the chill people. They're the person that's like, okay. My mom too. This I, is what we're going to do. Yeah. My mom is the total, like I can be freaking out. Me. Like mom, I'm like, I need it. She's like, got it. Where are we? She's like, what can I do? And I'm just like, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? No, that's me. I'm the one that's like, I, I just, and like no words are forming. They're like, okay. This is what's going to happen. And they like take control. So my dad is like panicking because I'm in pain. I've never been in this type of pain before. He's never seen me act like this before. It is a different type of pain. I will yes. say like labor is, it's just a whole different ballgame. It's, I don't even know, like I've been through it. You've been through it four times and I don't even know how to describe it to someone. I can't. It's almost like, and it's different because, and I also feel like every one of my births were so different with the pain. Mm -hmm. it, it was, it was just different. Like, I feel like with me, this was the one, I mean, I, so I have attempted to get an epidural with the other kiddos, but with my first, cause I have four kids, um, I couldn't feel anything like nothing. Oh, like once my I got the nothing. epidural, Ooh, we'll get there. Uh, like once I, I got the epidural it was amazing. Oh, I mean, really? my birth wasn't amazing. No, I would just felt like I'm I so can take a breath. Wow. So with Mace, it was like that. I slept through my whole labor. Oh, see, I didn't sleep. I slept for like an hour and then I'd wake up and pump my epidural more. I'd sleep, pump it more. Ryan almost killed me with that. Well, again, we'll, we'll get to that. So <laughs> oh, just imagine like someone be like every five seconds. And then it, for some reason, wasn't like delaying and oh, body no. bottomed me out. And oh, yeah, so we'll get we'll get to that. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's just, um, thank God I'm still here. Woo. Thank God. Oh, God. The whole hospital team, you know, came in and made sure I was okay. But anyways, all right. Anyways, so um, it's day three. I'm still in labor. I have broken the stress ball. I have become Godzilla, and I'm now going to you, the hospital I, I for the third you time. Godzilla, and I bet you you are a goddamn gorgeous Godzilla. I looked like Violet. Oh, here, we here we go. Here we go about Violet. Violet. <laughs> Donnie literally Nicole, had to I mean roll Violet. me into the hospital. <laughs> okay, as he rolled you, all right. As he rolled me. So we get to the hospital finally. And the for the love of God, this is the one comment that I will never forget. The nurse at the check-in, triage check-in, was so happy. She must have just gotten onto her shift. And she was like, oh, sweetie, are you here for a twin birth? And I literally looked at her and oh, I shit. said... I said, it's just one huge fucking baby. Quote. We will, we will quote, quote that. And <laughs> it is never okay to ask someone pregnant or not if they're pregnant. I want that right. to. Like, are you pregnant? I is mean, it twins? Like, don't comment on my body. Just be like, how yes. are you feeling? Yes. Or, or even in general. Great. Like, can you imagine someone who's, you know, we go through waves and I think we all do where we tend to gain some, yep. we lose some, we gain some. And do not think that somebody's pregnant like no I, never i mean don't never come assume. Up to be like hey um how far are you like and they'll be like i'm not pregnant i would literally die yeah if i, I said that to anyone and that can really hurt somebody and that yes. can put somebody in a really bad place Ugh. so please this is store advice do not ask someone how far they are or if they're pregnant or if they're having twins or triplets when it's just 
one yeah. child. Oh, I can't fucking stand Ooh. that. So either. I'm already like losing my mind. She says this, and I said it's just one big fucking baby. And then uh, there's this Russian woman who's sitting in the chair, like the for the mom who's supposed to be like sitting down. You got to sign all the paperwork when you get into the hospital. Like, why do they make you do that? I don't know. At least in my hospital in California, which was awful. Ooh. <laughs> Like, wish I could sue. I've tried. <laughs> tried. Can't do it. No. So, yes. Womp. Um, so there's this Russian woman sitting in this chair that the birthing mother is supposed to sit in. And she's like very clearly early pregnancy, like not a big belly, like kind of looking like, are you pregnant? You're pregnant. But are you? Like just early pregnancy. And you pregnancy. know, because she was obviously at L&D. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes. We were in the labor and delivery and she was sitting there talking to the triage nurse. And I'm sitting there like at this point, I am growling. Because my contractions, I'm dead. So I'm like pushing through my contractions, like, like just trying to survive. And I look at this Russian woman (laughs) and I swear to you, I'm within one foot of her. Like hands on my knees, swaying side to side. Mm -hmm. Yes, literally. (laughs) I wish I felt like that. But I'm Godzilla. I'm growling and I'm staring at this woman in the eye. Like, get off this chair before I sit on you. She's like. La la la. She's like, where are the hospitals? This is in Russian, so I don't know what she was saying. But it kind of was like, where's the hospital tour? How do I do that? I've just oh, moved so she was here. here for a tour. Yes, and she's <gasps> sitting in my triage chair, and I'm like, get out! <laughs> oh my god! And they had to go get a translator, so I'm like pacing for that ten chair is minutes, mine. literally pacing for <laughs> ten minutes. Like they won't let me into triage. They won't check me, do anything until I sign this paper, and I can't sign the paper until you move out of my chair. Done. So they had to go get a translator. Blah blah blah. Anyway, that just extended it nonsense happens after that and I get sent into triage and they finally plug me up into all the things and they check me and I'm going to let you guess how um, dilated it was. 1.5 centimeter. No, just a half. A half of a centimeter. Oh I'm not laughing. <laughs> no, it's funny because now. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's funny. Well, I, I don't even know. It's like laughing because I'm like, should I, would I cry with you? I could probably right. cry with you. Like as a good comparison, like my sister-in-law just had my nephew and she was at home laboring for maybe like from her first, like, oh, is this a contraction? I'm not sure. Is it just a cramp? Do I have to pee? From that moment until like she went to the hospital, it was like eight hours. And and then she got to the hospital. I think she was like six centimeters dilated. I know someone who know. Um, waited, water broke and everything, took a shower and everything. She had the baby like in the hospital parking lot. So sometimes wow. people's labors go really fast. Which yeah, Cassians, which is also traumatic. Again, yes. I went, well, Cassian's was like, yep, so fast. Right. Some people literally give birth in their bathroom because they're like, oh, I just have to poop. Like, nope, here comes your baby. Yeah. Surprise. And if if you, those who haven't had kids or pregnant or whatever, um, that feeling of having to poop pressure is your baby's care. Like, yeah, your baby's in the out. Yeah, in the birth canal. Like, yes. you're, you're getting real close. Like, and you also, in a pushing, like, tip, again, for <laughs> anybody, um, you push with your bottom not your vagina. Yeah, at literally halfway through my pushing, they were like, "Um, Nicole, um, could you just try to like push with your butt?" Instead? <laughs> and you're like, "Huh? And this like, makes no sense because where does the baby come out? Right, the baby doesn't come out of your." Butt. I'm pushing as what I would think would be pushing something out of my vagine, but you don't know. Vagine. We'll just keep it to the vagine. I like saying vagine. It makes yeah. it sound fancy. Oh, are you French? Mm, yeah. yeah, you you French girl. I'm uh-huh. like, yep. Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but yeah, that's you should. Push with your bottom like you're, you know, going number two. Yeah. So that's the biggest advice I have for yes. that. If you push Agreed. with your vagina, the baby will not come out. The baby Actually, move. I won't say that either. Again, because Arius, my fourth, decided to like um, come out on a non-contraction on his own. I and I wasn't like pushing. Just slid right out? Yes. What the like, hell? I could feel my body. <laughs> no, but that's not good because that's what happened with all his stuff. 
just slid right he, out. He was like, as he's like turning and he pushed himself like on a non-contraction. He pushed himself like my body. What the hell? Your body actually naturally. Your body just ejects the baby. Yes. They naturally like kind of push it out. And I'm yeah. like, don't push. I'm like, I'm not. And you know, there he goes. But so that's right. wild. Yeah, it, definitely. So, okay, right, so, so I'm finally admitted to the hospital. I'm in triage and they say, okay, well, you're only okay. Back up. I'm not admitted. I'm in triage again for the third time. And they say, um, Nicole, you're only a half a centimeter dilated. And I was like, that's literally impossible. Check it again. Check it again. And they were like, um, well, we like, already We're going to effing freaking induce you because we don't want you coming back anymore. Literally. So I, right. It's like, also, why didn't you just give me Pitocin? Why didn't you induce me? Why didn't they do any of this after the first because 24, you pro- Because hours? you were probably um, high. Uh, right? yep. They call that like what well, your cervix is high. Isn't mm-hmm. that what your cervix is high and it's not soft. So you're like, I guess, firm. Yeah. So, I wasn't ready yet. Yeah. But my... Uterus said, yes, it's time. Because you were probably stripped. Because I was stripped. So back to that first point of F that doctor who will not be named for legal reasons. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so I'm laying there. I'm a half a centimeter dilated. It's day three. After it's like day three and a half at this point, God, Thursday night poor soul. at like your poor 10 p.m. Body. Oh, yeah. my body was done. It, it's, it's hard having kids, guys. It's, it's, it's definitely. It's, it's wonderful. It, it's, it's, it's a bittersweet feeling. It's almost like you're... I don't want to say it in this in a weird way, but it's like a birth high, right? Yeah. I feel like there's some that are really, really good. Mm-hmm. Again, I felt like that with Cassie and I was like, oh, this is great. Everything is going it's great. It's magical. Like everybody's in a good mood. Right. And then the uh, biggest thing is that they're not all like that. Yeah. Like, but that's the only story you ever hear. Is like everybody posts on their Instagram highlight reel, like, oh, true. my baby's here. It was so beautiful. He came into this world so fresh and magical. And I'm like, well, mine looked like shit. And but so you did know I. what? <laughs> I, because of you, it makes me want to post the real shit, I which I it. think I was. I kind of was. But a lot of it, like, I was so like, what the hell is going on in like right. a, uh, what is it? Like, I guess, like a cycle, like almost like. I didn't know really like I knew what was going on but like you're in a shock kind of cycle you're in when shock, shit you happens go numb, to you it's... yeah I just I was so numb that I couldn't find the words to even yep. talk to anybody oh I to, clearly remember to that explain like I think you reached out I think I did talk mm-hmm. to you but I had like over 150 messages from people and so oh, people yeah. that I don't even talk to and it still irks me people want to be a little relevant they want to be a nosy motherfuckers want to be nosy there's no other way to put that literally i was sitting there with donnie i had texted you and it was sitting there i hadn't sent it yet and i was like i don't want to overwhelm her because i know everyone is but you know what made me with the nicu like i want to just like gotta send that yeah well and i and i appreciate like most okay i appreciate everybody reaching out to me i will say that because i know a lot of them will listen and i yes. appreciate everything that anybody did but it was the ones that i don't talk to like like my okay and i'm not even gonna say that don't talk to more so like my ex-friends oh yes okay so i'm not even gonna say the people that i don't talk to my ex-friends your red flag out, friends my red flag <laughs> and i We'll get to that because they both like the, not both, but all of them. All of them. I don't mean, I don't have that many. They've all oh, liked like it 20. and shared the stuff. What? And the one I wasn't even expecting, who's probably probably talking shit about him. But Jesus. like she was one person who reached out to my other friend and was like, hey, just give her like a, a hug for me. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding like, me get out of my life and, and that made me so mad i mean i have other shit to worry about like is right. my kid like breathing like or am right. i gonna you know i'm like whatever i'll like not listen to it but i'm like and that also comes down to i think you know the whole birth trauma can like 
look oh, like and i'll uh, yeah and i definitely like i think um having people like reach out that can be traumatic like yeah, i feel it's like overwhelming. that's it's overwhelming like and you appreciate it and you'll get to when you get to it but don't get upset if like you send a text oh yeah and then they don't reply like that was me like day until the days later because i just right. i couldn't like, you have I, no energy i had no energy and you feel nothing even though i was sitting there like watching arius like hooked up like having a machine breathe for him right i i, I just didn't have the energy to even you have no mental energy yes it's like you're sitting there in your you would, from the outsider's perspective, look bored. And the whole time your brain is just like, go, 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 go. Like you have all these questions running through your head, all these intrusive thoughts running through your head. It's And awful. I was, and in that moment, I feel like it was like, you know, I was kind of like, you know, I wanted people to reach out, but I physically could not get the words. And I feel like that makes me sad looking at it because I'm like, I'm a very social person and, you mm-hmm. know, but I just didn't have the energy for it. Oh, I'm a very outgoing person and I didn't speak to people for weeks. It's like speaking of the trauma, we'll get to the trauma portion of it, but it's it's trauma does something to your brain where you just, I didn't know who I was. I think it's called actually post-trauma response or something like that. It's like Mm -hmm. a response. Post-traumatic stress response. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like when things are going like off the fucking handle, like you you shut down. And it's not because I wanted to shut down. I've never, ever wanted to shut down because, again, I'll tell you how it is. But I just I couldn't I couldn't find the energy or even the words to say. And I think I'd like brief people. And it's like I I feel so bad still. But I think I hopefully people after listening to this understand. Yeah, it's like it's your body gets when it starts to get that overwhelming feeling, even if it has nothing to do with the original trauma that occurred, it's when your body starts feeling overwhelmed to that, to that certain level. It's like, Oh shit, we're about to go through this again. No, we're not. And it cuts you off. And it's like your brain and your body are completely disconnected. You feel nothing. You don't have any emotions. You have no energy to do anything. And you just sit. And I, like, I remember I've spaced out. I've like, it's called dissociation where I literally will be just standing there staring at the wall and my son would be crawling around on the floor. My husband's like, do you need some water? I'm like, no. Like, you're just like, you're, I wasn't there because my body was like, you can't handle this right now. You're going into autopilot. Wow. That, that's deep. And I, it's wild. And I think that happens not only from birth, but like just maybe postpartum depression. Oh God. Yeah. I think that also like, if you've ever, you know what I mean? If you find yourself like, and I say this every podcast, I feel like it always comes up like, you know, postpartum stuff, any of this stuff, like you can obviously reach out to like us, but you know, talk to somebody Mm -hmm. like, and I know there's a lot of good, actually, I think there's someone in Annapolis that does that my friend goes to for her birth trauma Mm -hmm. and they specialize in that stuff. So, and even postpartum, all of that stuff, like it is, is good to talk about it. Right. And That's I felt like I couldn't talk, talk about, about it. it. Like I couldn't post pictures. I still cannot post. Like I, I like, and it makes me like really emotional. Like looking back at those photos and like looking at him, like mm-hmm. he, Aris was so helpless. Yep. Like the, like, and if you've ever seen like a baby, like intubated and I mean, a person intubated is just as hard, but a baby, like everything is so small and you know, you can't do anything and you know nothing. that they have no idea what's going on. Nothing. I felt like the worst mom. And I know that there was nothing that I did for that, but I felt like the worst mom in the world, mm-hmm. just watching like machines breathe through my yep. child. And that to me is so traumatic. But- yeah. Taylor had the CPAP machine. He, it wasn't breathing for him, but oh, yeah, it was so the- let's get to that. Let's get back. Okay. To yeah. That. So yeah, let's yeah. rewind. So now, now I'm really invested. Okay. Yeah. okay. So Thursday night, 
They're not admitting me half a centimeter dilated. I'm like, get my doctor on the phone or I'm going to get my doctor on the phone. And he's going to like, would you ask for a C-section? Were you that like, I, me being who I am wanted to do an all natural birth. My birth plan was all natural in a hospital setting. Like if you're going to give me a little bit of drugs, like in an IV, cool. I don't want a little bit of morphine. (laughs) Yes. A little bit of morphine, uh, laughing gas, whatever you want to give me. Cool. But I wanted to like, I wanted to be able to like walk around. I wanted to be able to, and they call free, free birth. No, wait. No, that's no. Free births are when you like birth at home and nobody's around. I know I did not want to do anything like that. I knew I wanted to be in the hospital because I was too paranoid to not be at the hospital. And we'll also like, and I'll pause that and talk about this, that like, um, you know, birth birth trauma can look like, you know, a plain Mm C-section, right? An induction, an emergency C-section, which by the way, um, it doesn't matter how you've had your baby, whether it be C-section or vaginal. You gave birth. You're, you gave birth and you are still a motherfucking amazing mom. Yes. Like I want that to, yes. because I've seen that argument. Like you're not a real mom if you had a C-section. Uh, some serious shit. Like I got cut open, okay? Uh, I got my insides ripped out of me. Yeah. You, Call you're me not, not a real mom. You're like, yeah. Like all your insides. My your organs insides. are in a tray. They ripped them all out. Like, the hey, baby out hey, or, yeah. No, you you're still a mom, you know, there and don't let anybody say that. But um, back to what I was saying. So also medical intervention labors, unmedicated births, NICU stays, um, healthy baby. I want that also again with not going to plan that term. Your baby is healthy. That's all that matters. Um, A super quick birth. Yeah, that can also be traumatic. Um, Birthing for days. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Prolonged labors. Yeah. Prolonged labors and a loss. So literally anything can be a birth trauma. So mine, like, yeah, my son is perfectly healthy. He was in the NICU for, okay, we'll get there. Wait, let's, I know. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, literally. Okay. So I finally, they get my doctor on the phone and my husband gets my doctor on the phone because I was like, I need him to tell them. I need you to take this baby. Like (laughs) I can't get the baby. I like, just let them let, let them and admit a me. A person could only be in pain for so long. Like, yes, I've been I, I, in labor for, I can't even count. I think it was like 58 hours at this point, 60 hours. That, oh a lot. My gosh, too I many, can't. too many hours. Yeah, that's. Um, so finally, my doctor was like, okay, well, they're not supposed to admit you till you're three centimeters, but you, they're going to go ahead and admit you. I was like, thank God. Wow. So okay. finally, I'm still in triage because they're, now they're going <laughs> to give me all the drugs. Is your lady, so, your lady still there? This, well, <laughs> another nurse comes in, also peppy, but. Also at this time, I get moved to another bed at the end of the hallway in triage still. And there's this really cute petite, like I'm a petite person, but there's this really cute, really tiny, like barely gained any weight mom in labor. And she's having so those jelly. cute little contractions. That's like, oh, this is a big one. Oop. Like And, she, and her face cute. and she's just like, da, 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 uh, like yeah, she's like of, living yeah. her best life. And I'm growling. And I swear to you, I had a big, I, just, <laughs> I had a big contraction and I'm godzilla like growling, screaming. I'm like pounding my fists on the bed and on the walls, concrete walls. And the woman next to me, I hear her say to her husband, she was like, oh my God, is that going to happen to me next? Like, yeah, and I was like, well, you're probably seven centimeters dilated. So probably not. <laughs> yeah, right. Literally. <laughs> like I've been doing this for days. You're probably ready to put, ready to push. <laughs> you're probably just babies. It's probably slid right out. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. So she, the nurse pulls out my birth plan and she goes, oh, so you want to go unmedicated? And I said, no, I want an epidural right now. And I swear to God, my husband grabbed my hand so nicely and said, Cole, before we get the epidural, don't you think you want to try to walk around the hospital for a little bit? And I literally (laughs) looked at him and I was like, no, how dare you? Like, do you, I I've been walking around for three days, days, not hours, days. 
So I looked at the nurse. I was like, no, I need an epidural right now. She's like, okay, so we're going to change your birth plan. I said, fuck a birth plan. There is no plan. Yeah. Nothing has gone to plan. And it's awesome if you have a birth plan. And for those who don't know what a birth plan is, well, basically, like, if you're like, and it can be like diagrams and pictures and stuff yes. or just stuff that you write. Like you're like, hey, I want an epidural at whatever centimeters or right. like, hey, I don't want the vacuum or the forceps used to pull my baby out. Yeah. Like, or like or I don't know. And you, I so want to walk. I, I don't want to be hooked up to stuff. Or right. there's some that are like, I don't want whatever, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? There's certain like things you make that you the, want. You can you basically it's a list of preferences. But I will say that a birth plan, again, is a plan right a and plans never go to plan yeah they don't i mean if they do for you great but again Congrats. and i put them yeah and <laughs> it, yeah congratulations um it's a it's a what a pre a plan it's a plan there's no it may not nothing on that list may go yes i mean you because have at the to, end like, of the day you gotta trust your provider that they're gonna do what's right. best for you right you we would do trust. So, yes no, all and I will say that all of my per, like my per, both my providers have had two that have delivered all my kids, the best people in the world. Oh, like my I, provider for this baby for this pregnancy is incredible. Like Every I, single time I walk into the room, she's like, "Are you being triggered by anything? Do you want to talk about anything? Oh what my can God. I do to See, make so you comfortable?" I, that's why I said I've had two really really good women doctors that I would trust with my life. Like, yes, they're incredible. The stuff that happened to me was out of their control. Yes, like completely. Like, but I knew what if they said, "Hey, at this moment we're getting a C-section," I'd be like, "Let's go." Right, like because you know I best. Just knew. Right, yeah, I trusted them, and they're like, right. "Okay, it's right." But like, I know I trusted them, and it, that's also important to have a provider where you trust. Yes, with your life, if you're kind of iffy about your provider, there are providers out there that are incredible. Yes. They're, don't settle Just for stuff. Just switch. I had someone, one of my clients came and said that she won't, refuses to have another kid because her provider, he like messed up everything. And he's actually a well-known provider around the area that a lot of people use. Oh God. And she was like, I won't have another kid because of what happened. And she I'm like, but you hear. Yeah, but I, I thought that, that she would too. But I think it, what we're talking about today, the traumatic, traumatic. yes. She said it really messed her up. Ding, there ding, you ding. go. Me like, too. That's my like, <laughs> and not and for you like you're like you know what I'm gonna try it again you know, and you're able to give it a second chance. Not everybody will like. I, I oh, it. I was not. You know, I'm almost afraid. Not. Like Ryan and I talked about it. Like when Ryan and I first started dating, he's like, I want seven kids. I was like, you Jesus fucking lost your mind. I was like, well, maybe. <laughs> seven. I'm like, no. I was like, I'd set the most I'd ever do was five, but we should do four. And I always say I have four kids. And now I was like, oh, after I was like, maybe one more. You know, I have all boys. I'm like, meh. Nah, maybe but I'm girl. like, you know, what's really crazy. Or you could have five boys. <laughs> yeah, I, That's probably. But it wasn't until I had my miscarriage last year. Mm-hmm. So not this January, but the January before that. That before that, I was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get a girl. It says you should have whatever sex, like whatever day before. And I'm like, yep. I'm going to get that girl. And then I had my miscarriage and it didn't matter if I had 10 boys. Yeah. Like, again, like if I got pregnant, which ones after and they were boys or triplets, I wouldn't even care. Right. Because the pain it's from losing a baby is just it didn't. You know what I mean? It's just unremarkable yeah. and like pain. Right. So I was like, whatever. And then I obviously got pregnant with Aria. So I was and like, here we are with four boys. Yeah, here we are with four boys, which I'm <laughs> so blessed. But now I can't. I'm like, God probably wouldn't know. I'm like, I don't know what I would do if I was a girl mom. I know. I'm like not meant to be a girl mom. I swear. This baby's a boy, too. So I'm like same page. I, I'm just, just like, meant to uh, yeah, the kids want to play in bud. Yep. Well, like my case, they still they'll still play makeup. Like yes, yeah. of today. But oh, yeah. That's, that's anyway, later. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyway, so all right. So continue. OK, so she pulls out my thing. She says natural birth. I say absolutely not. 
turn around and go get me the epidural right now. And she says, well, our anesthesiologist is two and a half hours behind. And I was like, no, no, he's not. Nope. 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 Well, like, what am I going to do? a long time. Yeah. So that's when my husband was like, don't you think you should walk around? I was like, well, you can sit your ass down in this chair while I like punch through this cement wall, like wow. Batman himself. So they, she comes back and she said, well, we can give you some fentanyl. And at that point, my husband being a law enforcement officer in the military is like, oh, fentanyl, um, probably don't give that to my pregnant wife. And I was like, no, I will take anything. If yeah. you literally said here, snort this, I'd be like, okay, whatever it Do takes. Do you know that that's what they give babies to um, put them like under, like um, sedate them is fentanyl. That's wild. And um, and I don't, it's another thing I'll, I'll get into with the baby, but um, he actually was, he had so much because he wouldn't, they couldn't get him to like, I guess, stay um, under that they had to give him extra. And then he was withdrawing after they got him off. Oh and I never God. even got into that. And that was one of the things too, like, that's hard to talk about. Like, you're, hey, your baby's like, you know, withdrawing from fentanyl, but that's what like they that's, give. That's terrifying. That's what they give babies. Right. And so like when he was coming off of it, he was spitting up all his feeds. That was one of the, it delayed his coming home even yeah. more because he was like having like little tremors, like little like Ugh. shakes. And it just hurts. And it does because it's like, you know, that's what they heart. needed. And at the same time, he's like still healing from all the stuff right. that he went through. And then, yeah, so that's crazy. Like that fentanyl they give, is like, just fentanyl. a scary word, a scary drug. It is. And it's just because like it can go. Practice. Yeah, it yeah, it's it could weird. go. You know what I mean? It could be it's right. used for a lot. It's worse. used for good purposes. And then it's used for the very, very bad, very purposes. bad purposes. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, so they gave me the fentanyl and then I felt some relief, not 100 percent, but enough that I was like, oh, my God, I think I just took a full breath, not even a deep breath, but like I just took a full breath for the first time in the last four days. So now it's like 11 p.m. midnight. Maybe we're, we're going into Friday. And she has me hooked up to the monitors. And I'm in my own room now. I finally have my own room. We're still waiting for the anesthesiologist. And she's like, oh, you're having coupling contractions. And I was like- They're doubling, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is a coupling contraction? And she said, oh, well, most contractions are like two to four minutes apart, one to three minutes apart, something like that. And they last for a minute. Yours are nine minutes long and you have a 30 second break. And I was like, oh. You need something to chill you out. So it was more like quadrupling is what my contractions were doing. Like I was in like full state of contraction for seven to nine minutes straight. And then I had a 30 second break and it would go right back into it. Oh, trust me. I punched a hole. I I know. It it was was worth it. (laughs) So I was like, ah, if you would have hooked me up to this monitor before, you would have seen that I was in this pain. And it's not like I'm just making it up. Like, do hospitals just like not believe women when they're in pain? I think like, and obviously like my mom, like I've talked, asked her this. I think they do. But I think like if you came in and you've never been there before, they're probably they're like, like, okay, well, like you just there's don't some know that what I think that are like. frequent visitors mm-hmm. that like to go like every other day. And, yeah. you know, they get, you know. Yeah. So I think that's when they... But I also think that like with you, maybe you were a frequent flyer that week. They're like, man, this bitch ain't dilated. I know, right? They're she's like, still not dilated. Yeah. They're like, man, she 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 ain't making it up. She just wants to have the baby because some people will right. go and go and go. And enough that like labor and delivery knows them by the name. They're like, oh, shit, Sally's here. That was me. And <laughs> shit, Nicole's here again. Yeah, yeah literally. Three. Her violet's here. <laughs> <laughs> But um, and, and then they're like, man, they're just bullshit again. Mm-hmm. Like they just want us to like induce them. You know what I mean? Right. I think people do that. Yeah. They fake, you know what I mean? Being in labor. So that way they can get induced and have their baby. Right. Which unless there's a medical reason, being induced can, it can be scary. Yeah. 
You know, it's like I mean? not you shouldn't go like I'm going to go be induced this day. You're like, oh, you know what? That's a really good day. Yeah. I really like that. Day. I really like this day, but I could be in labor. Like for the celebrities hours. do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, Kylie Jenner totally did that. Oh, with this yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely. Anyways. That. Um, so, yeah. So I'm in my room. They hooked me up to the machine. And at this point, she's like she said the phrase coupling contractions, which means that they're doubling. But mine were like quadrupling. Like you shouldn't be in a full contraction for like seven to nine minutes. So it's like that little needle that goes up, 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 up. Mine was like dropping like a quarter of the way down and then like topping out like me. I can just picture what the screen looks like and mm -hmm. they, and contraction screens kind of look like waves to me. Yep. And mine um, was like full, fully all the way at the top. Okay. So they started calling in all these other nurses to come like look at my they're like contraction oh chart. she's like uh, um. i know she's like wow look at this everyone all these student nurses and these student doctors look mm. at this quadruple contraction and meanwhile i'm still waiting for the anesthesiologist so anesthesiologist finally gets there like three hours later and she says oh she's having coupling contractions her contractions only have a 30 second break you only have 30 seconds to give her the epidural yeah and the anesthesiologist, shit you not, said, oh, I've never done it that fast before. Let's see if I can do it. And I was like, oh, my God, get out. Get out right now. But I got that, like, and also I have a needle phobia. So, like, that needle. Oh, I know. That epidural oh, needle is literally not It's almost not a scare. foot long. Yeah, that, it's, it's really, It's really a doozy. Long. So, I get the epidural. Everything is, like, happy now. I can finally, like, take a breath. I sleep. That's how I was. Amazing. I slept my whole time. I was sleeping on and off. I got some good rest, at least. I wouldn't say I was like in a good sleep, but I got some rest. Um, and then at like 5 a.m., they checked me and they were like, um, did your water break? And I was like, I don't know. Is it wet? And they're like, oh, yeah, there's a puddle. And I was like, I guess my water broke. Idiots. <laughs> so <laughs> like, so then they, uh, yeah, really, poor me. So Finally, you know, they're like, get your 10 centimeters, call the doctor, push. Everything is like going fine. The pushing was the easiest part. Like pushing my baby out was like not hard, not, at, not hard at all. So I, my husband pulled the baby out. Aww. I also helped pull the baby out. I had him on my chest for about five seconds and they were like, okay, well, he's not crying. And I was like, that is the worst. Mm -hmm. Like when Mace was born, he didn't cry. And I'm like looking at him. He's purple and blue. And yep. I'm like, uh, that was I almost said, is he alive? Yeah. Because I was like, I'm uh, sitting there like, and mind you, I just like, you just have that final big push, which is like I all know. of your energy. It's a relief. And, and it's a relief. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a, you feel it. Like, I can't explain it. Like, it's coming, like even, I even did numb it. And you, but yeah, mentally for everything, you kind of feel that even with an mm -hmm. epidural, you still feel pressure in a way. So oh, you yeah. kind of feel that like a release of pressure. Mm -hmm. And so then, but yeah. So I pulled him out, had him on my chest for like five seconds and they were like, called a code. And I was like, what? And no one was speaking to me at this point. No one was telling me or my husband anything. 